When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for same race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Gives Renault their first podium. Cam Waters is our 2020 pole sitter at Bathurst. The driver's seat. Oh, in defence, that's massive. That's massive. Yes! 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 The driver's seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. Excellent job. Yes, this is another big edition of the driver's seat. As always, thanks to Kubota. Together we are shaping and building Australia. My name is Nims Azor, joined as always by Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson. Let's get straight to our feature interview. Thanks to Ryko Filters. Ask your mechanic for Ryko Filters, the professional's choice. Now, we're proudly sponsored here by our good mates at Kubota. And you might have seen a Kubota sticker or two on the number 34 unit ZB Commodore. And you might have seen this bloke making quite an appearance on our driver's seat power rankings, making his debut on the show. Please welcome from Matt Stone Racing, the one and only Zane Goddard. How are we, Zane? Hey, I thought you were on Perth delay there for a second, mate. We uh, we couldn't. Yeah, hear. I was waiting for the audience to finish cheering for me. <laughs> of course. Well, as we say <laughs> every week, <laughs> we only bring in the studio audience for our important guests. So you know, you should you should feel very important. Uh, mate, welcome, uh, Dave. On debut, not a bad start to this season for you because last year was a a pretty tough introduction, but this year you're doing pretty good. Yeah, it's all kicked off pretty good. Like, uh, especially the first three rounds were pretty solid. Uh, last round, we'll sort of not talk about that too much. But, um, yeah, you know, it's been a good uh, 2021 so far after, you know, last year with COVID and everything sort of um, making it a bit difficult. And it's sort of happening again now, which is unfortunate for all the Victorian teams. But, um, yeah, it's been a good year for myself and the team at Stone Racing. So, um, yeah, we've kicked a few goals so far. So just got to keep that trajectory going. Hey mate, is that uh, what, what's that? What do you put that down to? I mean, I've got my theories. Uh, sometimes my theories are incorrect, but my, I've got my theories. Um, is as you know, obviously, another year at the team. You know, you know, you're doing every round. Um, you know, does Maddie set out any goals and that sort of thing? And and you know, I, I guess on a positive from my point of view, you're you're beating your teammate, which is the first bloke in the field that you want to you want to beat. Um, yeah, there's a few things. Like obviously the engineering lineups changed a fair bit. Um, I've got a real young guy, Jack Bellotti. Um, he's sort of overseen by Nathan Leach, so they do a good job. Um, Jake's engineer sort of has been chopping and changing a little bit um over the season. So um I think in a way that's definitely helped. It's brought some fresh ideas to the team and stuff, so that's been good. Uh, all the mechanics it's sort of a more established roster now and you know, everyone gets on really well, so the environment seems really good. Me and Jake push each other. We're same age, sort of same or similar experience. So, um, yeah, I think we get the most out of each other. And, yeah, the whole team's just going to race mates wanting to get the best results they can. And, um, 
yeah, we're all on the same page. So it's yeah, working well. I, it, it's funny, boys, my boys in the studio here. About three years ago, Zane and I sat down and had a coffee at a place called Paradise Point out the front of uh, a coffee shop. And he was talking to me about, you know, what do, what do you think? What do you think I should do? And his old super spotter, talent spotter over here said, look, Zane, I'm not entirely sure you want to – do you want to keep going? Do you want to be a supercar driver or should you go back overseas? Is that? Is that what you said? Yeah, I said, should you go back overseas and try and make a career over there? And it's really hard with sponsorship, mate. Do you really want to give it a real good crack? And I think he went away and went, this guy's a clown. Uh, I'm press <laughs> and now look at him. He's in the main game. Hey, thank you for not listening to me, mate. That's a good job. Well done. No, no your advice is still good. Like, I slipped in my then, so no, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the advice from Matty is always good. Whatever he says, you just do the follow-up. Complete opposite. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, you sound like one of my children. <laughs> you sound, actually, you sound like one of my, uh, two of my children and my first wife. That's uh, why she's now the first wife and not the second wife. Um, <laughs> the practice mate, wife. The practice, the practice wife, wife, exactly, where we learn all of our mistakes. Um, I mean, there's a lot going on, and there's a lot of experience at Matt Stone Racing as well. Like, you've you got Super 2, you've got Super 3. You've got Glenn Seaton in there in Super 2 as well, who's engineering um, his son, Aaron, who I also race against in Trans Am. That must be good having that kind of depth of engineering experience there. Yeah, 100%. It was actually good. We got to do a test day at Winton uh, with the Super 2 and Super 3 cars, and I kept jumping in now to Jason's car, just giving some feedback on the car and stuff, and working with Glenn, it was um, super interesting, like, um, sort of different philosophy to some of the engineers that are in the main game now. So, yeah, it was cool picking his brain and getting to work with him, and, yeah, it was a cool experience. You know, you don't get to work with people like Glenn every day, so, yeah, it's pretty cool. Hey, mate, obviously last year a little bit different, um, you were running what they called the, well, what MSR called the Superlight program, which was basically sharing the car throughout the year uh, between yourself and, and Jake Kostecki. So uh, you're both in the cars for the full season this year. Um, obviously, that means that you're not going to be able to team up together at Bathurst. So, what's, uh, you know, is there any plans on announcing who you guys are going to? have next to you guys in the Enduros coming up soon? I mean, I guess we've all got our suspicions, but when does it formally be announced? Um, to be honest, I would love to know who I'm going to have next to me. <laughs> um, still, yeah, still up in the air. So, um, yeah, I'm sure as soon as we know, we'll announce it pretty quick because I think we're probably one of the last teams to announce. So, um, mm. yeah, got a few drivers that we're sort of keeping an eye on, um, whether we go somewhere young or experienced. So, um, yeah, just weighing up the best options and go from there. So, Zane, what do you do now? We, obviously, we've, we've had Winton um, that was delayed just a couple of well, just last weekend. You've now got a fairly big gap, uh, I think now two or three weeks, I think, till we well, head to... Be, yeah, it's got to be a minimum three because of, of, of the Victoria. So Victoria, we, go, yeah. we go to Darwin. It, what's, how do you find Darwin? A decent place? Were you happy to not have to go to Winton at the start of winter in Victoria, being a good Queensland boy that you are, and now jetting straight up to Darwin? Yeah, well, you say that. Instead of going at the start of winter now, we're probably going in the middle of winter, so oh, it's actually probably worse. But, um, yeah. yeah, I'm keen for Darwin. Like, last year, we got to spend a couple of weeks up there, um, just the way it all worked out with the back-to-back weekends and having to do a couple of days in hotel quarantine and stuff. But, um, no, I love Darwin. When you actually get up there and um, go out and stuff, like, it's just completely normal. Like, um, 
feels like COVID's never even been a thing up there. So, yeah, last year that was fun. You know, got to go on crocodile tours and um, go around see what the NPS offer. So, um, yeah, I reckon it's one of the better rounds of the year, and I really enjoyed it last year. So, um, yeah, I'm keen to get up there. Now, mate, did you uh, you been anywhere else this year? Like, have you seen anything else, um, you know, maybe around Canberra or anything? Have you spent any time in Canberra lately? Uh, funnily <laughs> enough, when we were flying to Winton, uh, as we landed in um, in Canberra, that's when we got told that I think it was cancelled. So, yeah, did a little bit of sightseeing, got to drive around Canberra. <laughs> I can't say it's the most amazing of places. Hopefully, not many people from Canberra are listening in. But, um, <laughs> yeah. I, I prefer the Gold Coast. Let's just put it that way. Actually, speaking, of I was which, sitting. Oh, the reason I say that because I was sitting behind him on the plane, and I spent some time in Canberra as well. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was almost going to throw my M and M's at him, but I didn't want to waste them. <laughs> I didn't want to get thrown off the plane. <laughs> yeah, again, M and M's are too good. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Have you ever seen Steve Johnson? Do you throw reckon he'd food. ever throw food away? No. I don't think so. Um, Zane, you're a, you're new to our listeners on the driver's seat because this is your debut. But what do you do What do you do you with yourself during the day? Like, are you at the workshop most days at, at MSR on the Gold Coast or are you, you know, full-time in the gym? Do you work? What, what do you do when you're not at race meetings? Let, let, me, let me just quickly answer a little bit before Zane does. Mm. We don't want to hear about gym stuff. We don't want to hear about <laughs> workshop stuff. We want to hear about interesting stuff. Yeah, like what do you do? Give, give us a snapshot of a day in the life of Zane Goddard. Um, oh, well, obviously every day is different. Some days you have to do stuff at the workshop and that stuff. It's, it's inevitable. But, um, yeah, I like surfing, mountain biking, all that sort of stuff. Um, yeah, just getting outdoors, doing some physical exercise and that sort of thing. Like, the more you can change up your training so it's just not the same, just lifting weights and stuff like that. Um, yeah, that's the sort of stuff that interests me. But, um, yeah, me and Jacob become professional lawn bowl enthusiasts go there like twice a week or something at the moment we're pretty much locals need to sign up for a membership or something but yeah that's sort of a sort of go-to thing at the moment is that the broad beach bowls club it is indeed best bowls in australia see now i know why it's got nothing to do with bowls have you ever seen the birds there yeah you ever seen the women that go into the broad beach bowls club anywhere anywhere around broad beach absolutely that's where i'd be too i reckon if i was a young fellow (laughs) like jake hey zane just quickly just uh, just a slight tip don't ever go out and biking with myself if yeah no don't do that invited yeah no that's a (laughs) bad thing to do yeah yeah or it could or it could be really good since he did win like six consecutive races so actually yeah true what are we going for a ride (laughs) (laughs) how things change in an instant Uh, where do you see your future, Zane? I mean, you, you've obviously you know, doing well at MSR at the moment. You're having a great second year. Uh, it, has there been discussions at all with Rich Uncle Roland Dane at Triple Eight about maybe you know th- throwing yourself into Jamie Wincup's seat, or you're going to stay with MSR for the foreseeable future? Yeah, I think someone gave Roland the wrong number, so he hasn't, <laughs> Clearly. hasn't got thrown to me just yet. But, hasn't um, rung me either. No, nah, like. <laughs> but um, no, it, it's been a good first full-time season. You know, we're only four rounds in, so um, yeah, a lot can change. Hopefully, we get some strong results in the second half of the year. Um, but yeah, you know, as is how it stands now, I'm pretty happy with how the year started off, and just got to keep chipping away, and hopefully, someone notices. Um, but yeah, we'll see. You know, I just want to 
get into a position where um you know I can p- compete for strong race results and like I think the trajectory the trajectory of the hard team word. at MSR at the moment yeah very hard words yeah um I feel like it's going in the right direction that you know they're going to be fine for some strong results um in the very near future so um yeah that's going to be the goal every race car driver is competitive and wants to see their car at the front so that's got to be the target. So Zane, I'm going to bring in some stats here. First off, uh, I want to talk about one of your your best performances of this year. But uh, before I do that, here's an interesting stat. If you double the age of Zane Goddard, he's still younger than both of you blokes. (laughs) (laughs) Gee, thanks, Nims is all. That's that's good. I bet you if you doubled his weight, he'd still only be half our weight too. (laughs) But but Zane, one of the the great performances, and you've been doing very well in our uh, driver's seat power rankings, man. You're equal third with Chaz Mostert, just behind Mm. uh, Will Davison and SVG, who's in P1 at the moment. But, uh, mate, everyone was just talking about, first off, your appearance at the test day where you top the timesheets, but Tazzy, you qualified in the second row, uh, fourth next to Anton Di Pasquale, another good friend of the driver's seat, another great young driver and finished inside the top 10 with a P7. Uh, like, now when the cameras got to you back in the garage after quali, you seemed like, hang on, did you, did you say that I was Q4? <laughs> yeah, no, it was pretty crazy at the time because Obviously, coming into the season, when you're setting your goals, it's sort of like, oh, if I can get a top 10 qualifying, you know, that'd be a pretty good achievement. And, yeah, I remember I came in from the first session and, like, over the radio, Jack, he's, he's quite, like, um, almost monotone with how he speaks over the radio. And it's just like, yeah, good job, mate. That's P3. And I was <laughs> like, but? Like, is there a but coming? Like, he said, I was sitting there. I was like, oh, next session's going to be faster. So I'm going to be back in, like, 12. And then, yeah, and then Anton pips me, and I was just there. I was like, oh, I could, what's happening? Like, this can't be real. So, um, no, nah, that that was pretty surreal and cool. So, um, yeah, I just I really enjoyed that experience. Like, um, I thought after the qualifying I was going to get on the grid and I was going to be absolutely wigging out. But, um, yeah, I was just stood there. You know, there was only a row of cars in front of us and stuff. And, yeah, it was just a cool experience. And, um, yeah, just tried making the most of it. But, um, yeah, all year the car's been showing some really good speed in qualifying for him. And, like, I think at sand down in the first qualifying, we actually had a purple sector before I sprayed it at Dan Nong. So even that could have been a really strong result. So, um, yeah, the car's fast. Just got to hmm. be there consistently now. And, yeah, if we can just keep chipping off those good qualifying results, especially at these short sprint rounds, um, you know, basically where you start, close to where you finish. So, yeah, the closer you can be towards the front qualifying, the easier it makes your life in racing. Hey, Zane, just uh, quick, because I know Nimsy's going to want to wrap things up, but uh, what impressed me the most about what you did down in Tasmania was qualifying was cool, sure, but, and Maddie and I spoke about it the week after the race, that you, you executed a great start, you ran up the front consistently, um, you didn't make any mistakes, you had an awesome race result, so... It wasn't like you were overwhelmed when you're up there and um, and mm. freaking out. You know, you yeah. actually look composed. You look like you know you'd been running there all year. So that was what impressed me more so about those. I think it was 78 laps. I think for the race, something like that. And uh, and the, you put them all together. You did a great job. MSR did a great job in the pit stops, and and you finished right up there high in the in the in the standings for the for that race. So that's probably for me, mate, is what I liked the most about what you did that day. Yeah, 100%. Like, um, it was one of those ones I just wanted to make the most of the opportunity. And 
I wasn't so much nervous or thinking like what I could do wrong. It was sort of what I could do right and um, yeah, what we could pick up. So yeah, P7, it was pretty cool. You know, I think we finished like 1.5 seconds behind SCG and Jamie Winkup, which, um, you know, in a cart basically a hand-me-down from theirs. You know, it's pretty cool that the team did uh, such a good um, job. So um, yeah, I, I felt like I was pretty composed and I just wanted to make the most of it. Um, I think so much of... It's in your sort of mental state, you know, if you start thinking um, on the defense rather than the offense, you're always going to start going backwards. So, yeah, I just wanted to make the most of the experience and sort of enjoy it because it's not something you get to do every day. Well, you should be pretty damn proud of yourself, mate, because uh, that, that effort in Tassie, I mean, you finished ahead of two Bathurst winners and two former Supercars champions. So, uh, big pat on the back, I think. Mm. <laughs> yeah, cheers. that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and actually, uh, mate, I've just had uh, one of our listeners, Peter from Munter Bay in South Australia, who regularly texts in. So thanks for that, Peter. He said, being a lawn bowler is never about lawn bowling. It's more about having a bowie between drinks. Not entirely sure what a bowie is, but I guess that's, bowie? I don't know. What's a bowie? Yeah. We've got, we've got I, another I'm producer in our studio here, Woogie. Woogie, I'm looking at Woogie, our second producer here, and he doesn't know either. Woogie, you don't know no. what it is, mate? You have No, I didn't even know I was your second producer. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're sitting there looking. Are you trying to work out how the professionals do it, Woogie? Is that what you're... <laughs> so there you go. Apparently, you've got to have a bowie in between beers when you're bowling. I don't know. All right, I've got to get on board with the slang. Maybe, <laughs> maybe Zane, you, maybe you can text us back next Friday night, Zane, and... Let us know what a bowie is <laughs> or just ask yeah. around. Do some research. <laughs> yeah. Do some research. I'm sure there'll be lots of lovely people down there for you to research with. Oh, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Zane, mate, thanks so much for joining us on the driver's seat. I know this is your first time on the program, but uh, no doubt this will probably won't be the last. So, uh... <laughs> no, because he's got to tell us what a bowie is. Well, there is that too. Yep. But, uh, mate, I'll be back. Go, go well in uh, Darwin uh, in a couple of weeks' time, and hopefully we'll chat to you soon. Yeah, cheers, guys. Thanks for having me. It was fun. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.